the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson alongside my co-host, Brian Fromm. We are so thrilled that you're with us on this Wednesday evening. We are joined by a friend of the show, Pastor Glenn Packiam. He's a lead pastor of Rock Harbor Church in Costa Mesa. He and his wife, Holly, just wrote a brand new book released uh, just this week called The Intentional Year, Simple Rhythms for Finding Freedom, Peace, and Purpose. Glenn Packiam, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me on again. Great to talk to you. Yeah, we're so glad that you're with us. So let's dive into the book, The Intentional Year. Why have you titled it this, and uh, why do you discuss living intentionally? Well, you know, I, I think often of that line from John Lennon's song, Beautiful Boy, life is what happens while we're busy making other plans. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to think about our work and think about our even our financial planning or whatever, and we don't think about how we're investing our most valuable uh, gift, which is the gift of our very selves, our, our presence, our time, our energy. And so uh, the intentional year is really all about taking a time out, taking a little bit of a retreat, maybe right before the start of a new year is a good excuse to kind of do that. And to take stock, to look back, intentionally reflect, to sit and listen and, and, and actually kind of see what the Lord might be wanting to do in our lives in the season ahead. And then to take an inventory of uh, five different areas of your life. So the book walks you through each of those phases so that we don't find ourselves living by default, living with a sort of default settings in our life. Yeah, Glenn, that's just hearing that sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's people out there who that sounds stressful to them, right? Like, oh, I've yeah. already got yeah. so much going on. How do I do that? Help them work through that. How is this just not one more thing to do, but instead kind of setting you up for success? I totally get it. And I think about that, too. I think, oh, no, this is one more thing I, I'm supposed to do or I should do and I'm not doing. But the idea here is this is actually a gift to yourself. It's a gift, if, you, know, you know, if you're married, if you have kids, it's a gift to your family, to your loved ones, to your friendships. Because it's a way of saying, you know, am I, a, a, am I actually showing up in the way that I want to for the mm. people that matter most, for the things that matter most? So uh, it, the, the thing is, we're going to fill our time with something. We're going to fill our days with something. And your calendar, in some ways, your calendar best reflects what your values and convictions really are. Mm. And so this is the gift of saying, let me make sure that my time is lined up with uh, the actual things that are going to matter. And, and I, you know, it, it, it's not one more thing to do. It's sort of one lens to evaluate all the things we're already doing. Yeah, it's so good. Again, the title of the book that we're talking about with Glenn Packiam is The Intentional Year, co-authored with his wife, Holly Packiam. So I, you start the book with rhythms of prayer, rest, and renewal, which I think is so important. But tell us from your perspective, why did you begin there? 
Yeah, I mean, in, in some ways, so I mentioned the five areas of your life, and you're naming the first three of them, prayer, rest, and renewal. Uh, in, in some ways, those set the tone for everything else, because if we don't uh, have a practice of prayer or a practice of rest or a practice of renewal, it's hard then to think about relationships and work. Uh, everything flows out of this kind of life with God. And I think, you know, back to the question earlier, even about how is this not one more thing to do, uh, we really want people to operate from the from the foundation of you're already loved. You're already a beloved child of God. You're, you don't have to earn this. This is not one more way to please God or impress God. This is nothing like that. And and prayer is how we remember that. Prayer is how we remember our belovedness. Prayer is how we remember that we already are uh, a child of God. And so stopping to pray or building in a, a little bit of a mini baby rhythm of prayer uh, is just a way to keep us living from the center. Hmm. Glenn, I'm sure this comes out of your own practices and your own learning as you've gone on in life. I'm, I'm curious for you, especially this idea of the, the yearly retreat. Uh, yeah. What does that look like in your life and, and what's the result? What's the fruit been in your life? Yeah, so this is something that my wife and I have been doing for uh, over 12 years. We've been married 21 years, but about year eight or nine, someone suggested to us, they said, hey, look, you know, you've got two young kids. You should really make sure you're taking time for yourself. And we thought at first, like, oh, yeah, sure, like a vacation. Get away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and as we started to carve out some of this time, you know, it was the end of December, beginning of January, we realized it isn't it isn't uh, like fun or vacation. Yeah, we did. We, you know that stuff is fine too. But we actually needed to to make sure that we weren't again just living by default. So as as we began doing this retreat, it helped us. Um, create margin in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the season of life for us, you know, in those years was really difficult to, to have time with friends, just to use one example, relationships. And so we, we would even choose like, okay, how about one or two Fridays a month? That'll be the place where we'll we'll say to people, hey, could we get together? Could we hang out? And rather than, you know, that, that game that we play when you run into people and you're like, we should hang out this time. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, I'll get back to you and you never do. Now we can say, how about Friday? Or how about, you know, so... So even just knowing when you might uh, be able to do any of these other things, I think has been so freeing for us because you've almost made pre-game decisions, and that makes uh, entering and living, you know, the rhythms of life uh, so much easier because you're not having to make all these other decisions uh, real time. Yeah, oh, it's such a such a practical help and kind of sets you free as well. Glenn, um, I'm, you know, thinking of lots of what Brian and I have talked about, especially over the past year is like pastor burnout, um, leadership exhaustion, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing for somebody, whether they're a pastor or not for anybody in some type of leadership position who feels overwhelmed, stretched thin, burnout, et cetera. How would you encourage them to take a step to move toward intentionality? Well, the first thing you could do is just to just to even give yourself a morning where you're alone uh, with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it is true that we've done this as a retreat. And over the years, it morphed from doing it once a year to going away on this, you know, two night uh, sort of re- simple retreat in town. Even we, we would do it again in the summer. 
But I, I would say a baby step for someone, who's, especially someone who's experiencing the burnout, you can't get off the ride, it feels like it's all just too much, um, try to give yourself half a day. Maybe it's a morning of one of your existing work days. Uh, if you have that flexibility, maybe it's a half a day on a Saturday or whatever. And, and just, just start with the, one of the tools, the, one of the first tools we introduce, I think, in, in Chapter 2, is this prayer of examine. And, and it's four sort of, uh, you know, we guide you through four phases here where you, you begin to review your life. You begin to review the previous season. You just write down almost stream of consciousness, all the stuff that you've been through that you've, uh, that's been weighing on you, the good, the bad, the heavy, you know. And then you start to, uh, you know, the next phase is rejoice. You start to thank God. You say, okay, where was God faithful to me? Where was God still with me, even in the midst of that season? And then thirdly, you move into, uh, you know, repent. Where are some of the places where I know I fell short and I know where I failed? And sometimes there's such a freedom in just naming that to the Lord. A lot of times, a lot of us, the burnout comes from carrying a sense of shame mm. um, that we don't need to carry. We can, God already knows. And so we can confess to the Lord, sorry, I've been irritable with, you know, my kids or sorry that, you know, and you start to name those things. And then, and then the fourth and final thing is is to request grace to say lord i need not just your forgiveness but i need your grace to to enter into the season differently so even if you start there i think something like that a little half day this this little tool the prayer of examine applied to the season that you've just come out of that can be like a keystone habit that begins mm-hmm. to change things in your life so fantastic glenn pacquiam is a lead pastor of rock harbor church in costa mesa he co-authored this book with his wife, Holly, who has served as a pastor as well. It's called The Intentional Year, Simple Rhythms for Finding Freedom, Peace and Purpose. Brand new book came out yesterday. Be sure to grab yourself a copy and maybe for some friends as well this Christmas. Glenn, where can our listeners connect with you and Holly and where can they grab a copy of the book? Yeah, Holly and I are on Instagram. I am at G Pacquiam. She is at Holly Pacquiam. And uh, the book, man, wherever books are sold, you can grab a, a copy on Amazon, of course. We also read the audio book together, which is super fun, fun. if someone wants to, to listen to it that way. And uh, there's there's loads of stories, loads of really, really simple things. And our, our hope for people is not that they'll do 10 things differently because of this, mm-hmm. but maybe just one or two. Mm. And then you look back over the years and you'll see the cumulative impact and the freedom and peace that you're experiencing as a result. Uh, what a beautiful invitation. Glenn Packiam, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.